The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Tangent Egg Podcast. I'm Seth, and as always with me is Swoosh and Jondo. Hello! Hi. So, uh, this week, what we got to start with the most hilarious dumb shit I've seen in a while and it's to do with our best friend on the podcast good old Musky oh god no why this bloke is seriously trying to speed run like billionaire to broke yeah absolutely that so explain a lot actually fuck yeah, yeah he's gone on. for a title there's gotta yeah. be some fucking record there he's after so what he did is on top of the Twitter building he put a big like because he's rebranding everything as X so he put this big X on the top yeah and at night it's supposed to glow but what it's supposed to do is sort of like slowly pulse through the the shape of the X to be an obnoxious logo yeah one this thing is bright as hell Mm. yeah like it is way too much the first night it was up and it was running it had a malfunction Mm hmm so instead of doing its fun little pulsy animation or just being on and being it was freaking strobing Jesus like so across the road was an apartment building wait so across the road there was just a massive apartment complex or something or that was basically Musk basically decided okay let's find out if anyone in that complex has epilepsy (laughs) (laughs) but even that, like, oh. even if it's just meant to slowly pulse brightly and go dim again, that's be apartment annoying, buildings across the road, that would be fucking annoying trying to yeah. sleep and now my room's lit up. Now you it's can, dark yeah. again. You could never fucking have your hell. windows open. Like, you'd always have to have your fucking curtains closed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think he's just trying to piss people off now because yeah. I, I can't think of a, a, a sensible decision that's happened in the last while. <laughs> that's the thing. I No. Maybe he's like caught whatever Shia LaBeouf had, like whereas the whole thing of um, we had that mental breakdown wearing the paper bag of I'm no, I used to be famous or whatever it was. Um, like maybe he's trying to do that, but he can't figure out how to do it properly because he forgot how it is to be human. That that actually tracks because like the blue tick, just do it. Like, yeah. Just pay for it. Like just God pay for it. Fucking damn. Yeah, but now you can hide the blue tick. Is it still a blue <sighs> tick or is it an X now? And can you buy three of them in succession? <laughs> it's funny though, like the memes that are coming out of people oh. spelling shit now that they've got an X to spell with, like an obvious X. Like it's quite fucking funny the what people are spelling out. There's a whole heap of uh, sex and words. Yeah, <laughs> it's just giving people options. It's still fucking oh. stupid. I, I don't know what his plan is. I, I, maybe he's just trying to offer his life to become a meme. At this point, he's trying to ascend to God meme. Well, I mean, if that was his goal, then he should have just stuck to doing things like like making a quote unquote flamethrower. Mm. But for legal reasons, it's not. Well, maybe he's trying to knock himself out of the uh, richest people's list completely so that when the revolution does begin, he's not in the top 100 list. <laughs> yeah, he, he's. Only- I'm pretty sure. <laughs> He's in the murder category, not the eat category. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like people would be willing to be like, ah, oh, he's not top tier. Look, man. Hey, you remember this we're guy? Gonna give you, Let's do this we're guy. Gonna give, 
<laughs> we're going to let you honorifically get guillotined just because, you know, we remember you. We'll add you we to the list, Musky. Uh, oh, it's not actually, a guillotine, we renamed it X. <laughs> speaking of, like, rich fuckwits, didn't um, Trump finally get indicted on criminal charges recently? That was a while ago. No, there was something well, that popped no, up very actual, recently. The actual case, like, one of the cases was happening today. He, like, That's he's right, got three yeah. indictments. One of the cases was today. But it's extremely unlikely he'll ever see the inside of a cell. Unfortunately. Mm. It's just... Wait, Maybe it's, we'll get lucky and he'll trip and fall down the stairs. <laughs> yeah well one can hope there's plenty of people I'd love to see trip and fall down courthouse steps oh fuck yeah is one of them Bobby Kotick couldn't Maybe. see why it wouldn't be the <laughs> dumb fuckery oh yeah that's right didn't he get an update really recently? awkward segue oh yeah just <laughs> yeah, shoot yeah. that in there <laughs> fucking wretched on it but yeah what was his again that was the so the well so what, much, what he but does in this <laughs> like he's the head of Blizzard mm. so he's done a million very very shitty things oh, yeah. but one of the things that's been coming out from X stuff and the whatnot, and people have been able to put together more of a timeline it really seems like his obsession with turning uh, Overwatch into an uh. eSport is pretty likely what basically shot the PvE content in the foot which is hilarious because it was like they put a lot of money into making it an eSport and then neglected it for fucking ages. It was weird. Yeah, sort of. Like, they spent a lot of money, but the thing is, they decided they wanted to go for, like, a global league instead of a local league. Yeah. Like, normally you'd be, like, North America, South America, and then you might have a world's event. <clears throat> Wouldn't you, like, but try they... and grow that organically? Like, have a local league and get yeah. that big enough mm. that then you can spread out to other countries and then yeah. have competitions between, not just... Let's start at the big one and go from there. They wanted like, an yeah. instant fucking world league. That's it. They they wanted to skip right to the end goal. Like, no, guys, you have to work mm. your way there, guys. Come on. I mean, we brought it up and discussed it a couple of times yeah. in this podcast. Things like CS and um, StarCraft are big and still big because their audiences grew around them. Mm. Yeah. They didn't have someone walking... Well, I guess one could argue StarCraft too, but... Yeah, but Your built-in audience existed. That, yeah, but they also killed that fucking audience just for what they did to the modding community and map makers you yeah, couldn't make yeah. a Dota out of Starcraft 2 for how they what they did to the fucking make your own maps for that pretty much but the league's still they're still yeah. big is yeah. my point <clears throat> for the for the actual esports side of things one could argue they did force that but yeah. there was a pre-existing league there based off Starcraft 1 um, but these those leagues grew on their own and they got big whereas Blizzard walked in and went yeah. where's ours we're gonna have our own and thing it seems pretty heavily that Bobby Kotick was pretty pretty pushy mm. on the back end to be like you need to make this happen yeah because he was out there doing deals with um, teams and venues and things to try and make this thing this big huge thing and that part and then of course the the various uh, teams were able to push back and go okay so you know you keep saying we're getting this Overwatch 2 but when are we getting it yeah like what are we training for are we training for Overwatch are we training for Overwatch 2 like come on what's mm. the deal which pushed them to in, to shorten the timeline and then you get the the somewhat nuded version of Overwatch 2 that came out which you know no PvE content where the fuck did that go yeah and the continued push to, to support 
the owl seems to have been like, well, there's no budget left to make this PVE content anymore. Yeah. Which was the entire purpose of making the fucking sequel. Yeah. Like, now they'll sell you the PVE content for 15 bucks a pop. Uh, the whole thing with it just feels very much to cut off your nose to spite your face. Like, yeah. 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 Very much so. Yeah. Or what is it? Robbing Peter to pay Paul? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everything about it is just fucking mm. stupid. If they, just because I can, for the millionth time, Battleborn had it all. Yeah. They had it all at the start. It yeah. fucking did. Such a good game. Like, that's what I want to remaster off. Bring that out now. Yeah. And Overwatch Ooh. won't exist a anymore. A re-release of it would be interesting, actually, just to see how... Actually, just, just a straight re-release. Yeah. Not even like, a we made another just, one. Yeah. Just re-release the original and just watch Overwatch players just go back to that one. Like, yeah, fuck it, we'll go over here Single now. We'll play a campaign that I can play with my friends with... Mm. Full, um, either hero shooter or full MOBA. Yeah. Oh, you mean everything that's supposed to be in Overwatch Two? Yeah. With no fucking battle pass. And I no, don't remember there being any microtransactions. If they did do a full re-release, there would be a battle pass now. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Probably. But it's, it's my point is still that Gearbox, it came out like that. Those key codes, whatever the fuck they are. Everything has a yeah. battle pass now. I'm pretty sure mm. my toaster has a battle pass point is though it came out out the gate that way mm. yeah that's that that was it at launch a full game yeah a proper game and a good enjoyable game like it played and felt good when you played it never not be pissed that that fucking died to make let overwatch live yeah yeah mm. sorry everyone for the millionth time i've had that Just- rant <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, tip one out to let that one go <laughs> There are some hills worth dying on. Mm. This is one. Yes, anyway. So, uh, keeping with tournaments, though, mm. I can't... Well, I can believe this happened, but it's still like, what the fuck? So, so Street Fighter Six has been out. They're starting to do their tournaments. Yeah. Which is, uh, you know, it's fun in tournaments. They're always big. Uh, some dude loads into his game, and, uh... Yeah, he's got a dude skin on his, uh... <laughs> forgot he had a bit of he's, a lonely night and he's, he's got his Chun Li hanging out yeah yeah <laughs> it's just oh. like and he's in an official being streamed tournament it's just like whoa and it took him like 30 seconds to catch it as well which was great yeah. it's if you watch the video of it like he they try to start before anyone realized that it, it's like oh shit like you can almost see the point of the game where it's like they're moving and it's like crouch crouch off oh, Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> no. Before they just kill the stream, it's like, oh my god. Oh. Though, wouldn't like for games like that, particularly online games. Normally, modding of any form is against terms of service. Yeah, it's a instant disqualification. Not just skins. But... Yeah. Normally, so, they go for a fresh install or something, don't they? Where it's like, you know, redo everything, no, no upgrades, no changes. Though, like stock car racing. Yeah. So what I don't even know the name of the bloke who had it because the the fact he had this skin is sort of overridden any other details about him. Yeah. But like, there goes any tournaments you wanted to be in later because <clears throat> yeah, that's on your record now. Sure, that's and... a bannable effect. Yeah. And oh yeah, never leave that. Yeah, you need to change your gamer tag. Everything like that's just gone. You've burnt that. This is like the equivalent, like it's the new age equivalent of, um, uh, what was the name of the fuckwit who cheated at Donkey Kong and got into like the 
and oh, Brent we're going to get into that later. Oh, that's right. We had a thing for that. Or you, I can get into it now if you want. We were planning to talk about it later if you'd like. <laughs> All right, we might as well. Because there's a whole thing with that, because that's a fun lawsuit right now. Yeah, yeah. So, the person you're talking about is Billy Mitchell, yeah. who was, most people know him from the King of Kong uh, Documentary movie thing. that came out yeah. ages ago, uh, which was mostly him being a piece of shit to a dad who was just trying to play Donkey Kong. Yeah. A dad with an autistic kid, wasn't it? No, I can't remember. It's been ages. Actually, no. No, that's something else very different where they ripped off the Billy Mitchell King of Kong. That was an episode of Bones. Ah, yeah. Don't mind me. I'm in a world of my own, apparently. Did did he also kick puppies? Because he sounds like the kind. So, basically, Twin Galaxies has eventually decided, no, there's enough evidence floating around that Billy Mitchell probably cheated these records we're not gonna we're not gonna hold them up that's fair and he's of course had a shit fit because let's face it it's basically his claim to, well he has two claims to fame he has being the best at Donkey Kong and being crowned the gaming, gamer of the century by Namco why the fuck would Namco do that <laughs> also who the fuck is let, listening to Namco let me cook man let me cook <laughs> so he's uh, suing them hmm. and Recently, we're getting a lot more stuff coming out, and there's a lot of discovery, and we've actually gotten some of his deposition. Hmm. So, two things. One, one of the big things he's it's a they're bringing it up as a point of character for for Billy to try and prove that he lies. Yeah, they wanted to get the plaques, the one that he got from Nemco for the uh, Gamer of the Century. He's been like, nope, don't have them, can't give them to you. And he's shown these off at many events and. He will not shut up about being Gamer of the Century. Yeah. He likes to introduce himself as, hey, I'm Billy Mitchell, Gamer of the Century. So, he's... he. It's the kind of thing where if you had a plaque, you'd, you'd show it off every chance you could. Oh, yeah. Because he says it all the time. Yeah. It, it's got to be hard when you've built your entire identity around this thing, and now they're saying, mm. uh, yeah. no, you need mm. to give all that back. No, 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 they're just, no, no, it's not Namco, it's the, the lawyers. They're trying to get the plaques so that they can have a look at them. Yeah. And he's been like, no, no, I don't have them, I don't have them. I gave them to the the Gaming History Museum or something like that. And the Gaming History Museum just didn't have them. Yeah. So they're like, what the fuck? And then some other guy he knows suddenly is like, oh, yeah, no, I, I, I had them, I was giving them back to Billy, I dropped them off at his house and didn't tell him. So they sent in these, like, like the worst quality pictures. Uh, yep, yep. And you have the trophy that's in the original photo of Billy Mitchell at Namco getting him on stage with the head of Namco getting this award. And then there's two other plaques. One's a smaller one and another one that says Gamer of the Century, but it's never been the plaque he shows off. Ever. At any of the conventions he's ever gone to. It's never been this other plaque. It seems to be completely new. Hmm. And as far as anyone knew, there was only ever one plaque, the one that he got handed to him by the president of Namco. Yeah, yeah but three feels so good. you got to make your own plaque. you got to make one and oh, give it to yourself. <laughs> like the one that from Namco didn't, you know, make him feel as hyped. He had to make his own one. Hang on. Let me cook. <laughs> so, there, people dug around and they actually found like a higher quality version of the photo of the one that he shows off that's the one from Namco. Hmm. It's an email from Namco. Wait, really? <laughs> it seems like what's happened is Billy's gotten an email from Namco, probably congratulating him on his Donkey Kong score. Mm. 
had a plaque made. <laughs> and then when he went to the event, which he did actually get invited to at Namco, oh. had the president hand it to him on stage so it looked cool. Wow. Oh. Holy God shit. Fucking damn. That. Why? Just. Okay, that's fucked up. So it seems like his entire claim to be the gamer of the century is fake. Yeah. It's not something Namco gives out, and the original plaque he's been using is a lie. He's also possibly just entered falsified evidence into a legal proceeding because these plaques have never existed. Fucking great. I love that he just dug the hole so deep at the like back then. I'm not done. Oh god, it gets deeper. <laughs> I told you there were two the things, not one. <laughs> So, we got part of his deposition this uh, recently, yeah. and this is some of the best fun I've seen. One of the big things in the case is that the machine that he claimed to have made the original record on mm. uh, was an original unmodified Donkey Kong machine. Yeah. It had all original hardware. It had a board that was certified by Nintendo installed into it. He then did the record, and that's where his records come from. Mm. He Actually, there's two bits here. This is, you know, it's turning into three things. This is, I've been watching this case. It's, it's a rabbit hole. There's a it's like here. the androids in Dragon Ball all over again. <laughs> so they had to get footage of the, the video recorded out of the machine. Yeah. So that would require some kind of capture device inside of the machine. Hmm. Billy says that he sent the board away. It got returned from Nintendo to a game store. The person from the game store came and installed the board. And when he installed the board, it had the capture thing on it because there's not a capture device inside of the, the Donkey Kong cabinet. Yeah. There's also corroborating evidence that suggests that there was no actual cables coming out of the back of the Donkey Kong machine other than the power cable. Mm. So, one, how would anyone get anything off of that capture device if there are no cables coming out to do the capture? Yeah. Two, if the capture device was on the board that got installed into the machine, that would count as a modified piece of tech. It would not be a certified uh, motherboard from Nintendo that it is an original Donkey Kong machine. That is correct. So, what the fuck are you doing? I don't understand. He's claiming very vehemently that either it was on the board or it was in the machine already, but no one can confirm any outputs that would be able to record anything. Oh, the other thing is, at this event, there were some photos taken. Billy didn't know that the legal team for Twin Galaxies had acquired these photos. Now, the big thing in these photos is the Donkey Kong machine has a red joystick. This is not original. Original Donkey Kong cabinets have a black one. Yeah. In his deposition, the lawyer is so good for this. He, across multiple points in, I think it's about a, I think it's a five-hour period prompts Billy about things to do with what would make an original arcade cabinet original. Hmm. And what colours would an original Donkey Kong cabinet be? It'd be like brown and blue. Now, what colour... How many buttons would there be? What colour would the buttons be? The buttons actually don't matter on colour. And, you know, what would an original joystick be? Black. Hmm. Okay? Okay. You know, and later on he's like, you know, if you ran... If you... If there was a machine with a red joystick, what would you do? And quite promptly his his lawyer is like you know calls the speculation this is not a good question you know what do you mean do you mean like would he play it yeah yeah would he play it no I'd run away from it wouldn't touch it <laughs> it's not original hardware wouldn't do it 
They then show him a picture of him and some of the other people with the event with the cabinet in the background, but the front of the cabinet is slightly obscured. <laughs> At which point they get him to confirm that that is the machine. He's like, yep. And then they show him the one with the red joystick. <laughs> he has multiple times said that this is the machine, that if it had modified hardware, he wouldn't touch it. Mm. And then it shows that's the machine. That's your, that's the TV lawyer moment, the yeah. aha, motherfucker. Uh, He's basically perjured himself. Yeah, like, honestly, a lawyer does not ask a question in court unless they know the answer to it already. Unless they're Amber Heard's lawyers. But still... Look, they did... <laughs> Look, I I would highly like. I mean, I'll link it in the show notes. Mm. There's some videos by a, a talented guy. I watch a lot of videos from called Carl Jobs. He's been following this because Billy Mitchell did at one point try and sue him. Oh yeah, I forgot um, about that. So of course he's got a vested interest in being like spread the news. Yeah, I would very much like to watch that. That sounds. But like there's fun. some bits of the de- the bits of the deposition you see. Like the lawyers aren't asking what color was the joystick. Yeah. They're working around it so well, and Billy is just shoveling dirt, just making this hole as deep as he can. Mm. It's hilarious. It's so dumb. Yeah. He is, every time more stuff comes out about this case, it's just like Billy has a weaker and weaker and weaker case. Yeah. Jeez. Especially now that it's been proved that this plaque thing, like, holy shit. Uh. It, it's, it's crazy, man. It's fucking crazy. So they've got, you know. Things that show that he has, you know, he'll lie to people, uh, you know, he's lied on record about what he was doing, the machine clearly isn't original, it, it's so dumb. All it's like crazy. old school nerd clout, basically, like... It's all he's got. Yeah, like, he's like, built his entire, like, persona around these two That's things. it, that's all he has. Yeah. If he, did, if he isn't the king of con gamer of the century, Billy Mitchell, like... He has nothing. He has nothing to fall back on. Pretty much. And since he's not getting like invited to events or anything anymore to show off his skills, yeah, he he basically requires these things to to function. Like, does he really have any kind of following in the newer generation? Like, it's only really our generation of gamers who kind of know him. In well, any I think way. a good a good thing that says to that is, um, did you guys watch any of either of you watch regular show? Yeah. I've seen so, it. <laughs> there's an episode which is somewhat a Billy Mitchell ripoff. The two main characters uh, playing video games in an arcade, hmm. an arcade cabinet. They get a good score, and a character that isn't named Billy Mitchell. It isn't modeled to look like Billy Mitchell, but you know, is it, has a whole bunch of impotent nerd rage. It, yeah, it's <laughs> it has a impotent nerd rage over high scores and things, and how he has to be the best. Yeah. It was ruled that it wasn't even representative enough when Billy Mitchell, of course, tried to sue them. them. He sues a lot um, of people. It, it was basically ruled like, look, man, no one fucking knows that it was you. It's not representative enough of you as a person. Because only people like us remember who the fuck he is. Yeah. Like, that, that's half the reason he wouldn't be going to any convention during the show off anymore. It's like, all right, cool. We got this guy. Like, who the fuck's this guy? Like, oh, he plays Donkey Kong. Like, Oh, it's a new Donkey Kong game. Like, no, no, it's uh, the original. Like, yeah, that, neat. But all they'd ask is, is it on Twitch? Or, like, does yeah. it play Fortnite? <laughs> That's all you get asked. <laughs> Donkey Kong's not in Fortnite. You can't play that. But yeah, so that's kind of what's... Like I said, I would highly suggest... Like, this is 
like the cliff notes of cliff notes mm. of this of what's come out so far would highly suggest go check out Cole Jobs maybe subscribe to him the guy is absolutely delightful and that's not just because he's an Australian yeah he's uh he's a good dude um and he's doing some really good coverage of this whole event um so would really suggest you know go subscribe go follow it go watch Billy Mitchell burn his own kingdom down yeah like, that's the thing. He is literally burning down everything. He's doing this to himself. Or rather, past him is doing this to himself. <laughs> like, he's reaching through time. Yeah, he's reaching through time and fucking up his own life. Good times. Oh, God. So, uh, we've got a couple more things to cover before we get on to the big thing for this episode. Excellent. Uh, one that I've been kind of wondering when it would happen... Uh, so, for anyone who doesn't know, Magic the Gathering did a whole big promotion when they did a crossover event with The Lord of the Rings. Mm. They made an entire mini set based off it. And one of the big things they did is they made a super special version of The One Ring, made one of it, mm. and put it into circulation somewhere. It's a golden ticket. Pretty much. And, of course, it was found, and... Graded and it was already a nine out of ten because Hasbro can't print a card to save their fucking life. Yeah, pretty much. I play a lot of Magic, but they every foil card turns into a Pringle. Yeah, they've really got to fix it, and they've never bothered. But you know, this card was already slightly degraded straight out the packet. It got graded, and we all knew this dude had to flip it. Yeah, he had to get rid of it mm. because. People were suggesting that it would be worth, you know, one to two million dollars. Yeah. But the hunt's over. The buzz about the one ring is going to die. You basically are like, you have a hot potato that you've got to sell, and you've got to sell it now. Mm. Yeah. Well, he found a buyer. Post Malone. Fucking Post Malone. Look, dude can do whatever he wants with his money. Yeah, that's fine. It's just like, okay, this dude actually found a buyer. I can't believe it happened, because... I mean, come on. Yeah, cool, it's a one-of-a-kind game piece, but it's a one-of-a-kind game piece you're never going to use for anything. Actually, what does yeah. it do game-wise? Like, it's a card, so clearly it can be used as a playable yeah. thing, right? Oh, it can. It is an actual game piece. What? It is just a super fancy version of that card. What does it do? Uh, give me a second and I will tell you what the one ring does. Because I imagine it's just going to be one of those things of if any other rings of power in play, you gain control of that creature or ring, but... No, it isn't. It actually has a whole whole thing. Yeah. Target creature is now invisible. Also pouty and stupid. <laughs> uh, the One Ring, a legendary artifact, indestructible. The One Ring enters the battlefield. If you cast it, you gain protection from everything until next turn. I assume that's a flavor thing for, like, the turning invisible. Yeah. At the beginning of your upkeep, lose one life for each burden counter on the One Ring. You can tap the one ring to put a burden counter on it and draw a card for each burden counter already on the one ring. Hmm. Essentially, it's a draw engine. Yeah. But it says it's indestructible. We already know that's not correct. You can just throw it into a lava pit. I know. Tap one like, fail. Tap one <laughs> fire mana and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's always meant to try and find its way back to its own like it's got almost yeah. got a will of its own so if it's like sent to your graveyard there should have been a thing where it gets shuffled back into your deck they could yeah. have added a few more little gimmicks or something to it the I, okay so the ring is a whole thing inside of that set hmm. 
because the idea is that you could be tempted by the ring, and when you cast the ring, you have someone become your ring bearer, ah. um, which is any of the creatures you've got in play, and then there's certain effects that happen based on upkeep and the whatnot around owning the ring. Um, so there's more mechanics. So that's an that. entire game mechanic that will never be used. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So yeah, it was pointless. The entire thing. I know it will be used useless. by Post Malone when he's very baked one day and just sitting at home playing cards with his like partner or something. Where, where he's using it to rack coke. <laughs> <laughs> Paid me one point two million for this. <laughs> well, that's the one thing we don't know. They, yeah, it's not been posted how much he actually paid for the um, the one ring. To be honest, if I was that guy, I, I don't also think he will. Yeah, I, if I was the seller, I wouldn't be telling people how much money I got oh, for a card. No. God no. Fuck no. It's like, it's like winning the lottery. If I ever won the lottery, no one would find out until I'd had that squirreled away somewhere. I'm pretty sure you're the definitive version of the. There'll be signs, but I won't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> could pretty be worse. You could uh, wear it as a necklace and go walk into a boxing ring. Yeah, yeah, sure. You bought, once you've bought a fake one. Oh, God, that was fucking dumb. But. I. I don't like the new way that Magic Gathering is going. Like, when it was, like, one add-in or one thing of, like, the D&D stuff. Like, I get it. Hasbro owns it. Cool. Like, you can see the crossover. They've been doing Elseworld stuff for a while. Yeah. The thing that that most people who played Magic could kind of ignore Elseworld's content mm. because it it was usually small sets. Yeah. Yeah. I'll freely admit, I bought all of the 40k... Um, stuff that came out for Magic hmm. because it was just four decks yeah and if you didn't want to engage with it you didn't have to it wasn't a mini set or anything no one was drafting it no one was bringing that many cards to an actual table yeah but this stuff this was a whole mini set hmm. like it's big enough that you can make decks just within the context of, of but like, Lord of the Rings yeah. even like if even if they chose IPs that at least sort of match the the fantasy magic fucking universe they've already got going like for they could have done the whole Warhammer not necessarily 40k and sort of mm. gone into that realm like Lord of the Rings mm. sort of does fit but when they throw fucking Transformers in there or yeah. they throw a, a a cyberpunk fucking neon universe into it it's just no no that's fine that's actually Kamigawa oh yeah fair I didn't thing. know enough about it to say otherwise but it's just weird throwing fucking Transformers into it. Like, yeah, yeah. Throwing it, IPs. You want to know? It feels fit. like Fortnite throwing in Optimus Prime for shits and giggles. Like, yeah. you know that there's a Fortnite mini set for Magic. <laughs> what? No. No, 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 no. You want to know the dumb one? You know what the next Elsewell set is? My Little Pony. Nope, they already did that. Ah, oh, fuck! <laughs> I was kidding. Bad Dragons, Doctor Who. <laughs> no, really, really, yeah. yeah. Can you have more than one doctor on the field at a time? I have no idea. <laughs> Can you have four of the same doctor? Oh, no, have a deck that just summons weeping angels. Oh, okay, that. Uh, okay we're pretty with. sure we're gonna get the Power Rangers um, dialects. Ah, uh, yeah, good old the Power Ranger dialect. So you know that's coming. Yeah, is, for is, this thing I try to enjoy and just doesn't love me back. Is there a Power Rangers? version for Magic the Gathering yet? Or is that next week? Not as far as I know. That'll be next week. Fucking... The, if uh, they're gonna do Power Rangers, then they also have to do an Ultron. Yes. Because then they can... Oh, no, uh, Kamen Rider. 
<laughs> old school versus like you know, the new would be fine. Common Rider is great fun. Yeah, it is. I like that joke. Good old like Common Rider. Highly su- fucking. I was about to say anyone who wants to watch it would highly suggest go watch O's. O's is great. <laughs> fucking love it. It's so dumb. Yeah, I mean, I who doesn't like an entire show where one of the bad get well ally slash bad anti-hero actually the like, best way to put it for, is a sentient hand possessing a possibly dead cop yeah for anyone that we like who's in Australia if you ever remember watching Beetleborgs as a kid that was Carmen Rider it had just been uh, given the Power Rangers treatment mm, <laughs> no I don't think Beetleborgs was I could have sworn it was because it was a Carmen no, no, Rider thing which um, is Dragon story. Rider was ah, that yeah. was the one that was cut up Carmen Rider that failed super hard mm. it's actually made out of two different seasons of Carmen Rider I think it is yeah. it's Kiva and something else if I message my housemate he'd tell me right, I swear Beetleborgs because that was like the bugs that turn into vehicles thing but it was weird I think so yeah I don't think that's Carmen Rider I'm pretty sure it's not ah, yeah, I know right. Dragon Rider is what? but yeah no. suffice to say go watch real Carmen Rider it's actually <laughs> quite good yeah it's great when was the last time there was an actual like like core Magic the Gathering set that wasn't one of these fucking add-ons extra universe add-ons mm. it's been a while uh, much of the machines about three months ago because yeah, it just seems weird they're throwing all these extra fucking things that, like that'd be a bitch to try and keep track of it and finding a a, a deck or a set that works well for you because I think it'd be hard to find like find a mechanic for a deck that you like but able to take a card from mm. any of these other ones it just seems very fucking limiting because each one well, will have to have their own fucking mechanics and yeah. pointless well, shit I mean, that's, that's the different that's why they have the different styles of play you know you have, your standard is whatever the last three sets are mm. uh, modern goes all the way back a certain distance legacy is every card that's ever been printed the one I play is commander which is 100 cards singleton so you're gonna have one of every card in your deck, of any card in your deck, except for basic lands. Mm. Where is this fair? See, and that'll let you play anything from any set. Yeah. I, I only remember like Magic we played back in uni. I don't even know what fucking yeah, Commander yeah. is. Like that just seems like wow. Commander is basically the most effort. popular way to play Magic these days. I, I don't like the local game shop. I've walked in there. I've watched people play it. And it's like. I already have an expensive hobby. I'm not even gonna look at fucking cardboard crack anymore. Like, I, this I is know. just fucking ridiculous. I live down the road from a place um, that like specializes in card games and that kind of stuff, and mostly Magic: The Gathering. And I've been in there a couple of times because I always get the urge to go back and make a deck. And every time I go in, it's just the nerd rage hits. Like, you can just see people getting yeah. super hyped up about it. Like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. <laughs> But like even now, like oh yeah, I'd love to go and make a deck. Now, mm. what game mechanic do I like the look of? Oh fuck! Like there's just too much shit to fucking choose from. That's why there's um there's websites like EDH Rec, yeah. which is like the go-to source for for Commander, See, um, where that, you can search by themes or colors or Commander types and all kinds of stuff and narrow it down. That's what I liked about playing Magic when we were back in uni like mm. you could go out you could buy a couple of off the shelf decks and look at how they played or at least get an mm. idea you knew green was going to be big monsters take a while to cast red was going to be fucking quick throw out like you yeah. had an idea of what was going to be and now it's like I don't know what anything is going to be anymore this is mm. they're all still kind of those things <laughs> just seems like too much forest for one I want to fucking chop through yeah that's fair 
Although I, I guarantee like it's, it's obviously doing. still fucking popular. So oh, yeah. good luck oh, yeah. to anyone that wants to sink into I, that. I dare say magic will get me and Dan back when we start getting like the Yu-Gi-Oh levels of I summon the monster and it appears. Like <laughs> then I'd be in. Like I I'd play the shit out of that. That's fair. Oh. Right, yeah. so moving on. Uh, before I go down some other rabbit hole of magic <laughs> stuff, fuck. We, we could be stuck here a while if we go down game. the magic rabbit hole. I know, right? So, uh, while Reynolds is rebooting Black and White from Mars. We have no because, idea what this is, but I am is. in. Like, fucking in. I, I hope it's a like redo of the TV show or something. Like, just like go for another TV series, another movie. And I really the, hope it's not like, live action. The, no, if it, if sure it was live movie. action, like, which which of those mice would you want to see Ryan Reynolds dressed up as? Oh, um, Ooh. fuck, it's the... I don't remember the name. Their version of Bumblebee. Um, the crazy the one. one. Yeah, the white one. He yeah. was. I could see him as uh, Ryan Reynolds. But... but right, hang on, let me get the... The big guy, I just want Terry Crews. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I was looking at it thinking like I, I remember Buck Marshall Mars a little bit I'd, I sort of aged out of that by yeah. the time it became popular but I had younger cousins who fucking loved it and it's like yeah I, I don't Transformers had a big impact on like yeah. on my yeah. growing up I don't know if Buck Marshall Mars as cool as it was had as big an impact as some of the other cartoon series they could have no. done no, Beast Wars kind of like wrecked it for them, I think, because Beast Wars came about right after Biker Mice from Mars had a couple of runs. No, but like even it was around even, that time frame because I remember it being on Cheese TV around the same time. But like, uh, they did Transformers. They've tried Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles half a dozen, a dozen times, whatever. Yeah, but they but keep like, giving it to people who don't care about the original source material. And fuck it. Yeah, but they At least just, Ryan Reynolds might do it properly. I was trying to think of other fucking cartoon series that that it had as big or as, as, as spread as impact as those style of things straight shots because there, there were plenty of fucking like Flash in the Pan cartoon shows mm. which I would have considered Bike Master Mars as one of those same as Street Sharks I don't yeah. I sort of remember it on TV but it wasn't something I would rush home to watch yeah no, basically like Street Sharks is in that same kind of vein as Bike Master it's like it was a thing that happened um like gargoyles to an extent as well because I would much like I know that it's kind of in the wind right now yeah. but man I'd be so much more keen for gargoyles oh yeah definitely that's a show that ha- needs a, another go round yeah it doesn't like things like biker mice like when people ask me like what was like you know you want to point to the lawless wasteland that was the 90s <laughs> don't point to that. me things like biker mice from Mars and street sharks because come on Jawsome yeah what the fuck yeah. That, that shit is like this is peak 90s actually no what was everyone's a dude bro like surfer a, yeah. a lot of those felt more like a, a toy in search of a cartoon oh they were yeah. A, yeah. a cartoon in search of a toy yeah remember Dino Riders yeah. yeah I kind of want like a dark gritty reboot of Dino Riders but still has like the 70s level like looking tech with giant bright lasers I'd be keen for that it'd be fun just take dinosaurs strap them to lasers and fight all I want out of this isn't that just Ark kinda that's why I liked Ark so much I think <laughs> it was a great game but uh um, actually 
just for reference, Beast Wars came out actually a few years after Biker Mice from Mars. Biker Mice from Mars from 94 and Beast Wars is 97. Maybe it was like Biker Mice from Mars was just still in syndication at the time. It was just like rolling uh, around. Look, Cheese TV used to just rerun a lot of stuff. Yeah, that is true. They went through a lot of stuff. They knew what they were doing. And now I have the Cheese TV th- song stuck in my head. So. Though, I would say, like, mainly just for Australians, so anyone from any other country listening, look it up. But I would watch, like, another hour and a half around the twist oh. episode. Like, yes. a big yep. fucking deep dive into the fucking weirdness. Oh. Even yep. if they just, right, referenced back and had, like, the the episode was like in the first season with the fucking scarecrow they dressed yeah, up in like the, the clothes they found on the beach that came mm. alive that scared the living shit Fuck out yeah. of me as a kid well I mean the first season of that show is wildly different to the second oh, season yeah. yeah very different the first one's like like entertaining but kind of creepy and then the second season's just like goofy yeah yeah and well it's all written by Paul Jennings and if you ever get a chance to read any Fuck yeah, Paul they're Jennings. fucking yeah. weird they're like Hell so yeah. good Honestly, but, I would like to see some more of that show. It was great. I mean, it's where one of the easiest ways to like identify if someone was actually Australian is just oh, yeah. to walk up to them and go, "Have you ever, have you ever felt like this? Why would you That's, do this to me?" That, and anyone who isn't from Australia who's listening to this, the next time you go to like uh, to a bar or anyone, if you want to find the Aussie, just call out, "Have you ever, have you ever felt like this?" and just stand back and wait. Because you'll hear a response, and you've found the Aussie. Yeah. That or some dude will be like, who said that? Yeah. (laughs) I'm buying them a beer and punching them. You can almost guarantee it's an unofficial official cry. You'll find them. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) Yeah. Particularly, I will admit, it's kind of a particular strata Mm. that it'll work on, but, like, that's our generation. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to find the, like, the the broken Australians, you sing that, then just find them. Yeah. and then if yeah. you want to know why they're broken, find the show. Yeah. And then watch it. And you'll go, what yeah. the fuck was Australian television like in I the fucking know. 90s? Yeah. God then, damn. Then call the police because they breached containment and must be secured <laughs> again. <laughs> More people should watch Around the Twist because it's really, it is amazing. You know it actually aired in England? Wait, really? Yeah. yeah. Huh. I didn't think it made it that far. I was, I was listening to a... a podcast and one of the guys is, is from England and he was talking about how good Ran the Twist was because he watched it as a kid. Mm. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? That uh, ran in England? There are other people with culture. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's the English, so they probably stole it. <laughs> yes, well, we had to probably got it in some back. kind of <laughs> probably got it in some trade deal for some show we wanted from uh, BBC. No. Probably how we got Doctor with, Who. Uh, neighbors and Home and Away. Actually, apparently, apparently like, America. Yeah, uh, apparently, uh, England fucking loves Home and Away. Yeah, apparently, yeah. like the Americans also enjoyed like Neighbors or something at one point. Like it did better overseas than it did here. Oh uh, God, I I hated Neighbors and Home and Away. My family used to watch it religiously, and every oh my mom was every week yeah. someone had cancer. It's like what if, if someone hasn't got cancer, they've cheated on their partner. Like, or why amnesia, are we watching this? Or they're back yeah. from the dead. It's like, God fucking damn. The only thing uh, I remember beach about days that of our show... Lives. <laughs> there was only two things about that show I remember. One, that's where... Um, Hemsy got his break before um, uh, he was yeah. Thor. Hemsworth, uh, so did Nicole Kidman. Uh, mm. So did Kylie Minogue. There was a whole heap of them that came Basically, through Any yeah. Australian that's breached containment for acting has come from Home and Away or, or no. Uh, yeah. The Sheila who was in... Uh, 
the third Transformers movie. Who oh, yeah. Again. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there was a character on that show who was a male stripper who was really concerned that people could tell that one of his nuts was missing. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. God. I don't know why. I just remember that. <laughs> it was fucking... It was like... That was a horrible show. Never watched that. Go find Round the Twist instead. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you have to watch soap operas, at least watch Passions. Oh, God, I loved Passions. Like, you that can was... watch one episode now and be caught up to every storyline for the last 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, but Passions is a show that's half fucking drama and half... Why is there a witch with a sentient puppet in here? Yeah. And why are they the best characters? Oh, so God. bizarre. <laughs> fucking little Timmy. A weird, creepy doll thing. If you hadn't caught on, daytime TV in Australia is wild. It, it, it's, yeah. If it's not Dr. Phil, it's weird drama. Like, we could probably take the, um, what are they, the uh, Latin novellas, like the ones that they talk about. Oh, yeah. We could probably novella. take them for absurdity, to be honest. <laughs> At least some. Yeah. Uh, look, even if we didn't win, we could probably put up a damn good fight. Oh, fuck yeah. They'd probably do extremely well. Like, yeah. in those sort of. <laughs> Like, where their screen, just throw them out, they're going, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. But, yeah, it's so uh, good. But yeah, find around the yeah. twist, watch it, it'll yeah, explain no, so much. Absolutely. Cannot <clears throat> argue with that. Please, go watch around the twist. Just around, <laughs> around the same time, there was another series, which was like a bunch of kids in a apartment block, and had a weird, creepy, faceless pop Ah, uh, with, uh... Uh, uh, uh Liftoff. Yeah, Liftoff. Yes, liftoff. You mean the one that the Australian government, uh, Australian network commissioned from Harvard to help kids uh, learn better? Oh, wow. That didn't work. Um. <laughs> that was just an acid trip of a show. Yeah. Uh, E.T., was it? The little fucking doll character? Yeah. yeah no, uh, E.C. E.C. Like, that yeah. thing was fucking creepy. I remember it simply because the guy who is the, me- uh, the evil mayor in Round the Twist was also the building owner. Yes, yes, he in, was. Uh, in liftoff. Uh, and that stuck with me because I kept mistaking him for each character because he played the same character. Douchebag wants to take over everything. Yeah, I mean that. Sh- I mean that show was so weird because like one, the puppet, it's a pu- it's it's a doll. Yeah, and all the characters treat it like a doll, but it can move. Yeah, yeah, and it can do things. Yeah, it's and an all the backpacks, inanimate object. <laughs> yeah, all the backpacks are sentient and have conversations. Mm. They have a pot plant that has an eyeball on it that just no one cares about and just calls it Beverly. Yeah, they, they never mentioned this. It's like, oh, it's Beverly. Uh, there was the, you... the frillnet lizard that was always trying to take photos of humans and yes. discuss what they were really doing. And there was the whole thing that eventually someone would say wackadoo and then you would get to go see a, co- a clip from the wackadoo cafe. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. Shock horror, I remember this show very well. I swear, those two. Absolute acid trip. Yeah, those two mixed with the ferals are like they oh, live in my bring head. The ferals up. They live oh. rent free in my head and just continuously go in a circle. But how good like, were the ferals? Like, oh, God, the ferals, the ferals are the best. You want to like, know? Like, I w- look. I will freely admit. Like, current day, like peak children's TV is probably Bluey. Yeah. That mm. show is punching way harder than it should. Everywhere yeah. in the um, world, it is punching way harder yeah. than yeah. it should. I mean, I've watched a few of the episodes because, you know, I know way too many animators and they're all like, this show is really good. It's all right, fine, I'll have a look. It really does. It slaps. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> but, like, if you want to know, like, peak, like, children's TV, just go back and watch The Feral. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
Like that Feral show is so good. It was basically the afternoon version of Cheese TV because they used to run like um, cartoons between segments with the Ferals. So it we was, had in like the morning Cheese TV. Muppets. Yeah, it, that's basically <laughs> what it was. Like, yeah, it was Bogan Muppets because we had like Rastus the Rat, um, Rattus the Ratus, Migliana the Cat, Trixie the Bunny. Next it was Mixie, Mixie the Bunny, Mixomatosis. Yeah. yeah, and Darren the dog. Yeah, yeah, and apparently Mixie became a uh, was used later on as a children's um, TV show yeah, host. Yeah, another. Yeah. Okay. Uh, somehow that's the one that got the spin-off. Yeah. But when you look at the characters, you go, "That's the only one that could have had a spin-off." Yeah, they pretty much. Couldn't have done one with Radis. Like Medigliana's like, "God fucking damn no!" And Darren's uh, like, "Cause like where How? fucking Radis is like the you know, leather jacket, slicked back hair, Proper. absolute wank." Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> is every diva you've ever met, and Darren is like, "Yeah, this this dog has brain damage." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, it could be worse. It could have been Agro. There's a reason he went off the air. We all loved Agro, but yeah, Agro, yeah. Bad, Unfortunately, bad things happen. The guy, the guy puppeting Agro was a prick. Yeah, but I, I unfortunately will. Agro is another one of those characters from my childhood that just kind of lives rent free for the memories I actually have, not the thing I've learned. Things I've learned as yeah. an adult about. Yeah, him. pretty much. Same as the other Fat Cat and Humphrey the Bear and all those. Ah, uh, yes. Mm. They were good times. Oh, man, we had wild TV. I think we yeah, just went like down I... memory lane a bit there. It's like, fuck, we're showing our age. <laughs> I mean, we, we started talking about TV yeah. and old TV shows that are just like, you never see them these days. Like, you wouldn't. Yeah. No, that style you of show. No one would make the Ferals now. No. No, the, the Ferals wouldn't survive. they could do now. a Ferals now. No. No, I don't think you could. They wouldn't get away with it. Especially because, like, the they lived in a dude's shed, and yeah. he was constantly threatening to kick them out if they didn't make him money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it it was bizarre for a show. The nineties were a I truly lawless era for TV. It was a strange <laughs> yeah. time, but... and in Australia, it was particularly just nut bar. Back when we still had like a TV scene or a movie scene, now we don't. Well, we got Bluey, mm. but that's still. Oh, like I said, I I will. I will completely yield Bluey as one of the better TV shows I've ever oh, seen yeah. someone be like, this is a kid's show. Okay, it's not trash. Yeah. What the fuck? I've, I've got a lot of mates who have got like a lot of younger kids or yeah. a few age ranges, and they sit down to watch cartoons with the kids, and they all say, like, the kids watch plenty of cartoons, but Bluey's for me. Yeah. I don't care what they're yeah. doing. If Bluey's on, I'm watching it. They can fuck yeah. off. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, there's too many things that happen in it that are like... I did that. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the one of the ones I remember, like, weirdly clearly, is, um, that, like, the, the Bandit's the best character, by the oh, way. Oh, fuck like, yeah. Hands down. Um, he, he's at the park with the kids, and then they're, they're a little bored, so it's like, why don't we go down to the creek? And then he takes them down to the creek, and they all play around a river. It's like, my dad did that. <laughs> like, I have literally been taken to a river yeah. off track by my dad just to play. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's funny the amount too accurate of like, colloquialisms that are thrown into it. Like, yes. there's a whole feeds on Reddit and websites that are just like, yeah. they said this on Bluey. What is this? I don't know. Like, I think it's, it's also based in Brisbane, which means yeah. people have found the Bluey house. They have found p- points in the show. It's like, this is where this is. Like, this is the Botanic Gardens in Brisbane. This is this place. Like, I fucking love it. Yeah. I mean, like, I still. Um, 
I, I just... I don't know why. The, like, I watched the, the first episode where they're, they're bumping a balloon around and trying to not have it hit the ground. Yeah. And it goes into the neighbor's yard, and the neighbor's yard kid's trying to help him out with it, and then his dad starts helping out. And, of course, the dad doesn't want to keep doing it, so... He just, like like fake trips and just yells at oh my hammy like, I don't know why that was just so funny to me to just hear an Aussie accent yell out oh my hammy yeah no it was good fucking great the show like I said the show's like like if you have kids and for some reason you're listening to this podcast if, I don't know if why if you have kids and you're living under a rock and you have not seen this show no no but like if you have kids like for the love of Christ show them the show yeah. it's it's wholesome and good and you won't hate every character in it as an adult oh, yeah. it's not like the friend of mine who has to watch Paw Patrol every day uh, and he just wants to gouge his own ears yeah <laughs> I, I always feel bad for him but it's one of those things like they made Bluey with the extent that parents are gonna have to watch this so they tried to make it enjoyable for everyone it's like they did well they managed to do it yeah, yeah. fucking well done 100% oh Man, I didn't think this podcast would start with <laughs> shitting on Twitter and then end with and then get toward the end of it and be like, "Hey, man, you know what? Awesome kids TV show. <laughs> not really slaps Bluey." Just- <laughs> <laughs> oh, and here, go look up. All- Side note: If you didn't know and you want to check out the Ferals and um, Liftoff are on YouTube. Mm. Oh, uh, um, whole episode twisters as well. I don't know if you get all episodes, but you can get. Uh, large chunks around the twist on there as well. Uh, and what was the other Australian thing that's uh, on YouTube at the moment? The one with, like the planet that has a giant hole in it. Oh, plasma! Plasma, yes. Also Australian. Go watch. Plasma. I am so pissed. I I will never be okay with the fact that there's only like five episodes. Of yeah. plasma. <laughs> it's like faulty it towers. It tricks you into area. thinking it, there's more. Yeah, little green claymation. Yeah, little red one. That can like shape you. Yeah, the claymation uh, thingy with G. That's great. I had a green Hang one on, I'll link it for some the, reason. I'll but link it in the I, chat. I remember the show, but yeah. Well, well, uh, <laughs> yeah. Seth finds out. Do you remember Widget? Oh, yeah, yeah, Widget the World Watcher. Ah, I was trying to find that the other day. I was like, I, I want to watch some Widget, but I think it's been scrubbed from the internet. <laughs> the entire collective world's like, no. That was uh, another one of the, the 90s eco shows that came along just yeah. after Captain Planet. Actually, how have we not had a weird, gritty reboot of um, Captain Planet yet? Because it's not a show that you make a gritty reboot of. I mean, like, <laughs> Captain Planet. Uh, fuck off. There was a really great uh, YouTube show, which was Cheadle John Cheadle. Did, did <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking great. Oh, I love that one. Uh, actually, yes. before we go, there is a thing we have to talk about today. Oh, yes, yes. The Flash. We all watch The Flash. We finally got round to watching this god-awful piece of cinema. It is not good. The problem no, is, like, there are really certain isn't. parts in it that are really fun. Like, I liked Batfleck's fight thing at the start, because that was yep. fun. Um, but And, like, I loved um, the old-school Bat-Tech being updated to a, you know, more high-tech-looking yeah. thing. That and was actually being sort of useful. Like, yeah. Like, when I'm looking at it, I'm thinking back to, like, how I watched that Batman way back when it first mm. came out, thinking, like, Fuck, you think of how that was. He had a gun with a fucking zip line that just shot to either end of a room. Yeah. How the yeah. fuck are you going to fight with that? Like, yeah. But, yeah. And then he did. Up and really he did fucking cool. I love their bat two cave. Fucking planes. Oh, yeah. their bat cave was mint. Like the old school bat cave. And the way that the um, the bat plane comes down from the ceiling like a bat. Yeah. Like, and they played the 
the the the old school Batman music oh. came down. Like every time, like, ah. every time that Batman was on screen, they had the old school Batman theme, and I loved yeah. it. And the the laughing bag. Yes. That, oh. that was just so good. It was. Yeah. That was good. The rest of it, not great. Like every uh, time it, Barry like, was he running, been doing some. He was still <laughs> doing the weird flappy arm constipated run so bad and he looked like he was skating like legitimately he was sliding at least in the cartoons uh, version of this when the flash is running his feet are moving at hyperspeed like he looks blurry like it makes sense yeah as opposed to sliding across the landscape and coming to a full fucking stop in the time of uh, the um the speed force like he does it numerous times it's like look he's getting into a weird spot in the Speed Force and they wanted to have some like let's face it it is a good like the the whole like bubble thing was a good way to visualize what he was doing Mm. so I'm not going to hold that against them no yeah that's fair but I actually I have a question about that bubble does that mean if he ever goes back in time he now has to jump over the body I'm really sorry, man. Yeah, I lost you. Me in the Discord chat, you cut out. (laughs) Me too. I'm like, that entire statement. We'll try that again. So, like, you know when uh, the other Barry, you know, dies in the bubble? Um, Other Barry. Other Barry. Uh, His body doesn't go away. Spoilers for Flash. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're doing you a favor. You don't have to see it. But when, like, when he starts going forward, he just kind of, like, disappears into the sand. But does that mean when he comes back, he just reappears? Like, that point in time is just a dead body. Maybe. If he goes well, back theory, further, just trips over another one himself, like, oh, fuck. In theory, he's fixed the timeline before he fucks it again, so that whole timeline never happens, so he'll never interact with it again. Theory. Yeah, sure. Time! I mean, I will admit, I think probably the best scene in this movie, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, is actually the bit where he resets the thing that kills his mom. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was annoyingly well done. a little bit of emotion to it. Like, that yeah. was... Yeah. Yeah. That so was actually in pretty this cool. one, if you don't know, well, you wouldn't if you hadn't seen this movie, and if you haven't, by God, don't. Go read um, Flashpoint to, instead. Yeah, if you don't know the Flashpoint concept, essentially he goes back and saves his pe- mother from dying. Mm. In this timeline, the reason she dies is her father isn't at home. His father isn't at home. Mm. He was out getting tomatoes for their dinner. So Barry's solution is to essentially use his speed powers to put a jar, of, a tin of tomatoes in her shopping cart when she was at the shops earlier in the day. Mm. When he has to fix this later, he gets to have this little emotional point where he gets to essentially say goodbye to his mother yeah. before taking this, the can away and essentially condemning her to death. Mm. And it it's really good. Like, it's one of the better scenes in the movie. I can't really be shitty yeah. about that. It, it, it is unfortunately good. destroyed by all the bad CG before that. Like, it's a good Ugh. scene, but... Every time he's in the suit, it looks like they've gotten a body double that was too small, or they've scaled up his head, and it just it's don't work. Worse in the big fight before it. Yeah, Jesus fuck. Also, the babies in that first um, scene. Oh, they did. They're all they dead. Did. They're all creepy as <laughs> fuck. Okay, I, I asked you guys to keep an eye out for something. Yeah, and I want to know if I was wrong or not. Like he touches things, and oh, they yeah. don't vomit. No, yeah. um, I figured that part out because it's um, it's more the fact that other Barry is an idiot and hasn't got control of his powers. So because he, uh, when he keeps fucking up the vibration and goes through the floor and everything, he can do it, but he isn't as controlled as the modern Barry. 
But Modern Barry is the one who tells him you can't manipulate people in the Speed Force. Yes, because he knows what happened when he first got the powers. He knows the level he was at when he first got them. Mm, it's, but like, that's, the justifi- that's the justification for... fucking flimsy. Yeah. The, the vomiting thing's the justification for putting the mi- cat baby in the microwave. Yeah. Then he because it's literally when he's giving that... Ex- when he's um, have, giving that explanation about you can't touch people in the Speed Force, he says, or oh, they were in a microwave. Yeah. Yeah. As if that was, like, a justification for but, that. No. Even, he, also, that baby's dead, but, by the way. It got set on fire. Yeah. It's extra crispy. Yeah. But even, like, where he, he, where Barry picks up other Barry, and then they phase through the wall. Yeah. Like, sure, okay. But there's a scene earlier on where he walks through a wall to grab two beers and comes back and pops them. And that fucking thing near explodes. Like, there's yeah. shit yeah. going everywhere. So the whole insides of that has still had the shit shaken out of it. So the whole insides of the person's had the shit shaken out of them. Like, mm. Turns out the Flash is out here sol- killing things. Your brain's <laughs> not solidly mounted, so that's been fucking flogged around. Oh, yeah, no, that'd be a rattle. Like, and since you're not, like, effectively you're a big bag of goop with a fucking skeleton, hmm. like, who's to say your brain wouldn't phase into your fucking skull? Or, yeah, like, there's shit that can go fucking wrong there. There's so many yeah. things that can go wrong. Like I, it was not. A I understand great that movie. you generally glaze over that sort of stuff. Yeah. But the know, better but idea would have never do it. Never to mention it's the kind of particularly when they say yeah. you can't do these things and then yeah. they do them anyway. Yeah, once you've lampshaded it, then I think about it. Mm. If you never said anything, it would have just been like, well, that was a weird choice to put a baby in a microwave. Yeah. Oh, well. Weirdly enough, all the peripheral characters were entertaining and fun. Um, they had a 10-second cameo for Wonder Woman because they needed to get her in there somewhere. Um, yeah. But... I enjoyed uh, the their version of Supergirl. That was fun. Uh, yeah. yeah, she wasn't bad. That was entertaining. Uh, and the old school Batman, like Michael Keaton Batman, was fucking yep. great. I love that Absolutely guy. Absolutely killed it. The, like, he one did thing it that, that did sort of annoy me, like, for the, the Supergirl, like, she's been kept in a Russian prison. She's been treated fucking terribly her whole life. Mm. She finally gets out into the sunlight and she goes through and punches people at slightly above superhuman strength. Yeah, she should be just walk up, flick people, and they're a mist. Like, yeah, if she's that pissed, just like there is no more base, there is no more people. There, are, there is just atoms in the air, and that's it. But she holds mm. herself back enough just to punch a bloke. Like, yeah, god damn. Yeah, no, like I was really surprised there was no Wilhelm in there. <laughs> yeah, weirdly enough, but uh, like, also they're like, above. They're obviously not above killing people. They kill a lot of fucking people <laughs> in this. Yeah, oh, yeah. Though, like, yeah several main characters several well, fucking times crux of the movie is yeah. that Batman and Supergirl die yeah, yeah. over so, and over again so like obviously she could have just come out there and just cut sick and then just like okay cool like shown off a of fucking powers like shit is fucking and real at one point Barry phases his fist into the chest of a Kryptonian like that will still yeah, fuck yeah. your day like not many people are coming back from that but yeah all he'd have to do is, like, as he's running, just pick rocks and particles out of the air and fling them at people. And yeah. by the time they hit, there's a f- enough force there to fucking wipe people out. Oh, yeah. There's so many other things they could have done with it. Actually, but, I did like one specific scene with the two Barrys. And it's the only scene I remember liking. And it's the bit where they first get the ring with the suit in it. Oh, yeah. yeah. And they <laughs> pop the suit, it comes out, and... <clears throat> it's like, you're meant to put the suit on before it hits the ground. It's like, oh... I did laugh at that. That was pretty fucking cool. That made me. It, it, it's one of those things that they usually just gloss over. Yeah. Like you know, he pops the suit out and then he's just wearing it. 
And I've never really thought about the fact that, oh yeah, he puts it on at super speed. Yeah. Though, I did sort of like their their idea of how time fucking works. You, you can't just go back and change a point and everything's fine up until that point. Yeah. Like, their reason mm. for the universe being so fucking different is that it changes from both ends to a fulcrum point and that's mm. where it changed. Mm. Like, that was interesting. That was pretty fucking cool. Like, I actually enjoyed that, ex- that explanation for mm. it. Though, um, it does sort of bring a problem with a previous I can't remember which fucking Superman or Batman movie it is where he passes a note to fucking Batman which leads to injustice yeah that was so he's changed something at that point in fucking history as well but it hasn't seemed to have an effect yeah so I don't know like I say unless unless the him going back in time unless the him going back in time and giving the note is the fulcrum yeah and that's always meant to have happened or something. There's ways they can get around it's it. It's the thing it pivots on instead of him going back, change something. Yeah. But, like, it's... Unless, unless the the next Flash movie is uh, Batflick and Clooney. That'd be entertaining. I mean, that'd like, be weird. Nipples Batman. <laughs> uh, Bat Nipples! And, and uh, Bat Gun. Yeah. <laughs> Only if they accidentally swap suits. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it has to yeah. be like fucking weird jokey neon fucking everywhere yeah I like the fact that in this movie they had the yellow bat symbol yeah yeah and the imagery when like they jumping from the bat plane it's like silhouetted against the full moon making the bat symbol like I, I yeah. hate that I like this why <laughs> cause they're hitting all the old school yeah. like yeah. you know that, Batman and Robin shit they're and punching it's just like, me that's right when Batman nostalgia. could be campy yeah the, the, I, I did enjoy where they like they've shown all the other universes of these heroes yes you have a reference back to like old Adam West and you've got Christopher Reeve you've got fucking Nick Cage Superman which is funny that he's fighting a fucking spider if you know the one that never happened yeah Yeah, but if anyone knows that whole fucking story is great Uh, but it's just cool they brought all these fucking things back together it's like Mm. there's actual reason for a multiverse not just we did a thing and a lot of things are happening yeah Marvel's multiverse just feels like shoehorned everything in and hope it works pretty much that just felt like it fucking worked pretty well mm. but uh some of it was amazing a lot of it was very mediocre and the rest was terrible CG so Look, it's not the worst movie I've seen yeah. I'll freely admit that I've definitely seen the worst movies oh fuck yeah oh yeah it's not good though yeah like if you want to watch it look fine but it look it's no Shazam 2 yeah no that's fair that movie is actively garbage. Another this is at least yet. like <laughs> don't you do good. yourself a favor. Don't just don't. Like I, I've said, that don't to this. Adam, and I haven't I, watched that either. Which uh, one? Black Adam's got some redeemable qualities to it, mm. but Shazam Two is just hot garbage, start to finish. Which is shit because Shazam One was so fucking good. Oh yeah, I'd oh yeah. Really Shazam One was that. great. Uh, Shazam Two just kind of takes those characters and makes them unlikable. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. And it has, like, nothing in the, the script of Shazam 2 can be a joke or a silly reference yeah. or anything. It's got to be set up. Everything that's said has to set something up. Yeah. There is no It's like, goal. stop. Just fucking stop. Yeah. That's what made the first one so good, is that they were jokes, and they were yeah. just, like, goofy little scenes that were fucking awesome in it. And then, yeah. So now it feels like there's, like, like there's a... It's like someone's dad trying to be cool when they write that, yeah. the second one. It's like, stop it. Please stop it. <laughs> You found it funny last time. I'll just do more of this without this. Yeah. Mm. I'll make more funny yeah, without the fun. Yeah. It's not good. 
But I would look if you you were gonna whittle away a night with some friends and you just wanted to shit on the movie lo- like do your own mystery science theater for an evening with some buddies and mm. some beers. I'm pretty sure you could have a good time. Yeah. But understand you're watching a trash movie. Oh, You're yeah. not watching something because it's good. Set your expectations low. You might still be disappointed, but at least be more fun. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good way to put it. Hmm. All right. Well, we're out past an hour. I think we can wrap things up for this week. Excellent. Y'all have a good one. Have fun. See ya. <laughs>